Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, before we get to our next guest of this hour, just a reminder from uh, the Digital Broadcast Network, they are looking for psychics, mediums, channelers, dowsers, anyone who does and has experience as a uh, person who can use divination within the paranormal for a new TV series that they're going to be doing. This casting call is open to all participants of the United States, Canada, Europe and Australia. Now, if you'd like further information or if you'd like to send your CV and your headshot to the folks at the Digital Broadcast Network, their website is www.digitalbroadcastnetwork.ca. Explanation, my guest this hour is Kayla Ambrose. She's an award-winning author, intuitive wisdom teacher, and lifestyle expert. She helps entrepreneurs, seekers, and visionaries live their best life. Author of six books, including The Awakened Aura, The Awakened Psychic, and The Awakened Dreamer, she is considered to be one of the country's foremost experts on mystic spirituality and intuitive ability and has taught thousands exonation around the world how to connect with their soul path and create a life that is in tune with their purpose and goals. Her website, www.exploreyourspirit.com. And Kayla Ambrose, welcome back to the Exone. Hi, Rob. Thanks so much for having me back. Oh, I think I've been on for the Awakened Aura and the Awakened Psychic, so here we are at number three with Awakened Dreamer. I, I have to tell you, I love talking about dreams because I, I think that they are such a, such an important part of our existence. So I, I was really happy to see the information that uh, you sent to Stephanie and uh, she sent it here, and I'm looking forward to speaking to you this hour. Um Here's a question that I'm sure you must get a hundred million times a day. Does everybody dream, and how often? Yes, they do. And everyone dreams nightly. It's just a question of whether you remember it or not. Mm. Um, and once you do, you realize your dreams are speaking to you all the time, not just your thoughts and your higher self trying to communicate with you, but those in spirit as well. Uh, is it possible to remember your dreams? Because, you know, my wife has a great memory when it comes to dreams. Like, I can wake her up because there's a phone call. She takes the phone call, she falls asleep, gets right back to the very same dream. <laughs> Me, on the other hand, I have a problem trying to remember if I dreamed and what I dreamed about. Can you give us some tips here? Some people uh, are more natural with it as well, like your wife. But if you're not, I give examples in the book, tips, and every chapter exercises to help you learn how to be a better dream rememberer and mm -hmm. a dream interpreter. So what you want to do is program your mind, and you're, you're giving yourself kind of command to do before you go to sleep. And you say to yourself that you want to remember your dreams. And it's helpful to 
keep either your phone that you can record audio with mm-hmm. or a notebook if you don't mind waking up to write it down, but to keep something by to remember. So as soon as you wake up, the moment you wake up, you immediately write down what you remember. Because if you wait even a minute and get up and do something, you tend to forget it almost instantly when you're first starting out. So in the beginning, remind yourself before you go to sleep, I want to remember my dreams. Uh, I give you permission to wake me up. You're telling this to yourself, but still, to wake me up when I have a dream so I can remember it and write it down. And in the beginning, it's good if you take like a weekend or a night that you have time and try to remember that and and, uh, allow yourself to wake up if you remember your dreams. It's like anything else. The more you practice at it, uh, the more consciously and subconsciously you'll get better at it. Why are some dreams black and white and others color? Is there a significance? Well, um, you know, the studies are still out about how many people dream in full color versus Mm -hmm. black and white. But I was just talking about this today, funny enough. I had a dream last night where someone was in lime green, like, super tight hot pants. And they were so bright, like you could see them across the room. And so (laughs) while the rest of the dream wasn't color, these pants were so loud (laughs) that I couldn't forget them. And that was the point because uh, the color in those pants were pointing out something very important to me about that person and what they're going through. Um, And the colors, which you can interpret, each color in a dream when it's really bright like that will tell you kind of what's going on. So I was able to see what's going on with this person emotionally right now because of these very loud, hot, lime green pants they were wearing. But, you know, people report both, dreaming in black and white and color, and it seems the more you remember your dreams, though, the more they seem to be in color. I see. You say that dreams can be organized into different categories. Can you describe these categories, Kayla? Sure. I've kind of created these categories because I've remembered my dreams since I was a little girl, Mm -hmm. and every night I would have at least three dreams that I would remember, And I started my first dream journal when I was probably like nine or ten, really, with a little diary. And over the years, as I wrote them down, learned more and more, I've kind of categorized them into four or five types. The first is what I call teaching dreams, and that's when my higher self journeys to the other side, and it wants to explore and learn, and um, sometimes it'll meet with guides over there and others to learn things to, to help my evolution. The second type are prophetic dreams, where I dream about people and places and events to come. Uh, third are visitation dreams, where a loved one or a spirit guide in the world, uh, in spirit world, might come visit with me and interact. Uh, four are what I call processing dreams, which are really the things that go on in your life on a daily basis. Uh, that you're working through in daily life, and you're kind of sorting through them. And number five, um, I might call eating too late at night dreams, <laughs> where if you if you eat right before you fall mm-hmm. asleep, especially if it's a heavy meal with meat or, or uh, a greasy food like pizza, you'll have strange dreams. Or if you're sick and running a fever, and those dreams really you don't want to pay attention to because your energy is being diverted to your stomach to digest, or if you're sick, it's trying to heal. And so they're kind of strange dreams, but they're not really speaking to you clearly. You know, you, you're talking about if a person is sick. Uh, would that also apply to if a person is taking medications? Would the medication have an effect on the dream pattern as well? Absolutely. Or even if they've uh, had a lot to drink. Hmm, interesting. Um, your book is called The Awakened Dreamer. What does the awakened mean? It's a series I've been writing for my publisher, starting with The Awakened Aura. And what it means is being more consciously and, and um, super consciously aware. So not just, oh, dreams, I had this dream, isn't this weird, mm-hmm. you know, or interesting, but awake to really understand what's going on with your evolution and to consciously uh, make the choice to interact, to go more into your dream state, to learn how to lucid dream, to become more aware that not only are you dreaming, but you can communicate in dreams, and you can go further, you can alter the dreams, uh, and you can also have daydreams where you learn about the power of dreams and visualization and uh, change things in your life through your dreams. So whether it was through your aura, whether it was through psychic ability, and now whether it's with dreams, it's uh, understanding that and being more consciously interactive with it. I used to daydream in school and get into so much trouble because of it. And yet, I, I found daydreaming would rejuvenate me and it also would 
would help me with the process of learning. It really does. And even a, a power nap like mm-hmm. that, if you fall asleep while you're daydreaming, can help. As long as it's not for longer than 15, 20 minutes. And many entrepreneurs and visionaries and really wonderful uh, creative people have learned the power of daydreaming. And this is going back hundreds of years ago they would do this. And Da Vinci did it, um, Einstein, Edison. I'm trying to think of all the different ones. And what they would do back then is they would sit in a chair mm-hmm. and say, okay, I'm trying to figure out an answer to this problem. And so they would think about it for a few minutes in their daydream and say, I'm going to ask my higher self to step in here and give me the answer to dream. And they would hold a little copper ball in their hand and try to visualize what was going on with the problem. And then they would fall asleep for a couple minutes. They didn't want to fall asleep so deeply that they would forget the dream or the imagery that was coming to them. So as soon as they fell in enough sleep that their hand relaxed, the ball would fall and hit the floor and the noise would wake them up. And so they would remember what they were visualizing or dreaming and go, okay, you know, Eureka, I've got sure. it, I've got the answer. And they t- there's so many of them that will say that it was in their dreams like this that the answers uh, came through. I think Einstein even mentioned that with E equals MC squared, that uh, that came to him in a dream. Truly fascinating. Maybe that's where the expression, let me sleep on it, comes from. <laughs> it never hurts. It never hurts to sleep on anything first. Um, you know, it also just gives you a reset as well. That's but right. Absolutely. And nowadays we can do the same thing with our smartphones. Set yeah. it for 10 minutes and, you know, on your alarm and go think about something. Take a 10-minute break. All right. I'm not going to give you a 10-minute break. I'm going to give you a little bit of a break here, Kayla, because you and I have to uh, take our first commercial break. Great talking to you. Congratulations on another great book. And Exonation, when we come back from this break, Kayla... Ambrose and I will continue talking about her new book, The Awakened Dreamer. This is The Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and iHeartRadio. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on TV. Plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like x-zone sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. 
there is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the esoteric series, modern esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Exonation, Kayla Ambrose is my special guest this hour. And uh, the name of her new book is The Awakened Dreamer. The website is www.exploreyourspirit.com. Um, you know, how do people how do people go from regular dreams to lucid dreaming? Is there a technique that is taught, or is this something we just haven't basically understood yet what happens to go from a dream that you're not aware of what's going on that it is a dream to a dream that you know is a dream i take you through that those exercises in the book you begin by learning how to remember your dreams right and interpreting them and then setting that tone that you'll remember and writing them down once you start to set the tone that you remember you're really starting to engage more in the dreams and you become aware of the dreams and then I take you step by step how to uh, begin to lucid dream, being consciously aware in the dreams. So you begin by first, uh, you'll, you'll be in a dream and, you, and for the first time after you've set that tone. Again, I know it sounds funny, but you really start by asking, I want to remember and engage in this dream. And so the first time you catch yourself doing that, it's like, whoa, you're like, I'm in a dream, but I'm here, I'm yeah. seeing this, I'm an, I'm an observer. And it's really exciting. And then uh, I say that you start with small little things, uh, whatever's happening in the dream. Let's say you're you know, in the jungle and there's an elephant, and you're like, okay, I'm going to call the elephant to me and get on it and ride it. And so you do that, and it happens. And so then you practice, well, I'm going to stop the dream. I'm going to... Uh, change the elephant into a tiger. I'm going to, you, you make little changes. And eventually, if you keep practicing with this, and like I said, you do need to practice often, um, you will be able to stop the dream, change the dream, remove people from the dream. Oh, wow. Say, I don't like the way this dream is going. I don't like the direction. I want to change it. I want to make it happy. I want to run this scenario. It's such a great way to play out uh, things that are going on in your life or scenarios that you wonder, would I like to do this? You can play it out in your dreams first. It almost makes one wonder whether when we think we're awake, if this is a sleep state, and when we are dreaming is really the reality state that we're in. I wonder that all the time, Rob. Or if either one's really yeah. real. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Now, <laughs> I just had to shrug that off because it was getting way too deep. Um, <laughs> once you learn how to remember your dreams, Kayla, how do you start interpreting them? Well, there are so many great uh, dream guides out there, dream books. I list maybe maybe 100 in the back of my book, but I recommend everyone get one of those big dream encyclopedias where there's thousands, and you can look them up. But also you can look online these days. Mm -hmm. If you Google, you know, I dreamed about a, you know, a blue dog, you can find a 100 websites that will tell you what it means. So it's easier now more than ever. But that's just the first step where you identify something big in the dream. And uh, from then, you really are your best guide in dream interpretation because you assess the dream, you write it down, you give yourself a day or two to uh, put it aside, then you look at it again, and you, and you go back and say, what was I feeling emotionally? What was going on in my life at that time? What was I worried about? Or you consult a, a dream interpreter if it's a recurring dream that just won't let you go, keeps coming back, coming back, then you might want to talk to someone if, you know, that will help you dig deeper with it. But the more that you write it down and look at it, put it away, come back to it a couple of days later, sometimes come a couple of weeks later, you'll say, oh, I get that. That's why I kept 
you know, dreaming this person was chasing me. It was really this this thing I didn't want to face within myself. And so uh, it was a part of me that was chasing me that my conscious mind didn't want to deal with. So I kept running from it until finally, just like in a dream, it uh, came around the corner and got me right in the face. And so you'll see where your thoughts and your worries and fears and guilt and joys and wishes mm-hmm. and all of those things are, are playing out in your dreams. And those are kind of those processing dreams, like I talked about, versus prophetic dreams where those are usually, you have no concept. It's something you're not even thinking about. And it's about someone else or something else or something in the world. Um, and you dream about and uh, it's something to come and then it happens and you're like, okay, I really did see that coming, you know, before. So you become your own dream interpreter. You get better and better the more you journal it, write it down, and and look it over. You discuss prophetic and recurring dreams in the book. How do we, and how do, you know, how do we know that these are these types of dreams? How do we know when when a dream is prophetic? Well, with recurring dreams, people will tell you it's if they, you know, I have this dream over and over, mm-hmm. they can tell you about it almost in great detail because it's recurred so many times and it's it's the same, very little changes about it. And that's a dream trying to get a message to you uh, for you to deal with and, and to address. And the prophetic dreams uh, are very different. You know, they, they're they usually not about you. They're usually about other people, something you have no, no way of knowing about or the ones that stand out first. And once you have one of those where it's about someone or something to come, then you start to recognize that pattern as more come. There are so many studies. Uh, Roger Nelson's a great one, Dr. Roger Nelson of the Pear Lab, who does the Global Consciousness Project and records with these eggs that are all around the world uh, a spike in energy. And when there's a big spike, it's in the global consciousness that people are all reacting to something uh, and, or feeling something. Wow. And he's able to track this energy. It's fascinating. And he's been able to track that where people were reported in their dreams or feelings. The interesting thing is it's always three days before the event happens. He tracked that uh, with Princess Diana's death, with all kinds of big, big events like that. And it shows that we're feeling it and receiving this information in our dreams or intuitively days before what we would call the time that it happened. And that's because the dream state and these higher consciousness states are above what we call the third dimension or time as we know it here on Earth. So uh, they're able to track it days before it actually occurs, which is another brain teaser, right, that it's happened and you feel it before it, it um the waves actually travel down here to how we experience it in the physical and the earth plane, that we've already felt it uh, in other levels and layers three three days before, sometimes way before. And that's why we can have prophetic dreams and see those things, because we're accessing the higher planes, the higher spiritual planes, with this knowledge out of the concepts of what we call time here on Earth. Kayla, as a person who interprets dreams and helps others with their dreams, have you noticed a specific change in the types of dreams that people are having? I have. It's, uh, you know, we're in this rapid period of change right now Mm -hmm. in evolution. And I started talking about this back in 1999. I was telling my students back then, starting 2007 through 2017, it's going to be a really dark time. And I said, a lot of you are going to forget what you're learning, what you're working on, who you are. You're going to disagree with your family. You're going to wonder what's happened to the world. We're going to go through this dark time. And I explained that part of it was with 2012 and the sun cycle uh, and where we're going through the void. And that the worst of the times would be through 2015, 2016, but still through 2017. And then 2018 through 2020 is when we would start to come out of it, and by 2021, we'd be feeling in a better place. And we certainly are all feeling that, I think, chaos and and the void and Mm -hmm. not knowing who we are or what makes sense anymore right now. So there is a reason for it. The, The good, though, that we're not feeling right now, but it's happening underneath, is it's a it's a new evolution. And even even those on the other side don't really know what's to come because we're all evolving so quickly now into these new patterns and beliefs. And a lot of it is sped up time and caught us up with what we call karma or past lives and 
brought it all into realization now in this lifetime. So what used to take karma, they would call the sins of the father and, uh, the, you know, seven cycles to get through. Now you can go through in seven minutes. You can you go through so quickly. So as time has sped up and done this, we've kind of caught up with ourselves. And now what we're creating is futuristic, not responding or working through old patterns or old karma. So dreams are changing for people because they uh, aren't tied just to a worry or something uh, that's bothering the person that could happen because they can work it out in their daily life as well with things happening so quickly. So dreams are expanding and getting bigger and larger and showing many paths uh, and directions that people can go rather than just one. Is this all part of the awakening that so many people are talking about? It is. Yes, it's part of it. And that's what I try to explain, really, is that <clears throat> our dreams connect us with our higher self and spirit world. Mm -hmm. And so they show you how to take action on all your dreams and how to discern what dreams are, com are trying to communicate. And when you become a lucid dreamer, you're consciously aware of this, and you can alter your dreams at will. And if you dream it, you can become it. I think it's not close to what Walt Disney said. I don't remember the exact quote, but, you know, if you dream it, you can do it. And we are now evolving with this when we awaken to understand that what we dream, whether at night or in a daydream, we can alter it, we can shape it, and then we can transform it and bring it into reality. It almost sounds as if dreaming has been the inspiration for virtual reality. I wonder about that. I really do. It's an excellent point. Mm. I've, I've thought about that and where virtual reality is going to take us in that dream state and how we're bending the concept of what we see is reality, like you said a few minutes ago. Mm. Because, you know, what is reality? There's very little truth, really, I think, in the world, Rob. There's a few what we call universal truths. But the rest of it's perception. It's how we were raised, our, our religious beliefs, our cultural beliefs, our, per, you know, it's our perception on the world. Mm -hmm. So 10 of us could watch an experience and describe it in completely different ways, which one's the truth. And that's why, even if you ask, um, and I know you have, uh, you know, uh, law enforcement in, in your life yeah. and experience, and you know, you know, eyewitness testimony is the least reliable. Kayla, people, I hate to do this, sweetie. They want to see. Kayla, stand by. I've got to take my news at the bottom of the hour. Exonation. Kayla Ambrose is our special guest, and her website is www.exploreyourspirit.com. We'll be back after this news break. Don't go away. our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. 
Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, After the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Exonation, Kayla Ambrose is my special guest. Her website is exploreyourspirit.com, and we're talking to Kayla about her new book that is out called The Awakened Dreamer. Once again, the website is exploreyourspirit.com. Kayla, what can you tell us about nightmares? Well, everyone's afraid of them, of course. Yep. (laughs) And, you know, nightmares in their own way uh, communicate with us as well when we have them. They're when we're really not uh, checking in, you know, on what's going on in our mm-hmm. lives. Or it's really our way sometimes of shaking off that fear or releasing the fear. Very rarely is it what people see in Hollywood movies or things like that where there's a succubus or an incubus or things we talk about, you know, when we talk about dreams and, and the old stories like that. Those are very far and few between. Most of the times nightmares are... Uh, well, sometimes with medication, if you take them, or drinking, or like I said, eating that pizza too late at night, or your body's in a state of, of not the best health it could be, too. That's when a lot of nightmares happen. So it's a time to pay attention. Am I taking care of myself, mm. eating right, getting good rest? You know, and if the nightmares persist, then you want to look into it and see if it's something that's nagging at you, um, which is interesting because they would kind of call um, you know, dream succubuses like that, like a nag and a, a mare, the nightmare of, of the hag riding you, causing you to have this dream and for energy like that. But but the stories of those are, are very few compared to the other things that cause them. And they happen, but, you know, the best thing to do when you have one and you wake up is to get up for a couple of minutes, uh, walk around, awaken, as we say, and think about it write it down, take a, a drink of water, and then go back to sleep. You know, you're shaking it off, really. And it, it's just, you know, it's interesting to me that children have more nightmares, I find, than adults, and a lot of studies have shown that. And I think because they're trying to absorb so much so quickly and and catch up with their consciousness and to what it all means. So they, they tend to run it through the nightmare version uh, to process it quicker at that, at that point in their lives. That's an interesting point, children and nightmares. How do we deal with a child who, for some unknown reason, has continuous nightmares? Well, the first thing is not to discount it. A lot of parents will say, oh, it's just a nightmare, go back to bed, and send them right back to bed. And really, if it's all possible, the best thing to do is to let them talk about it and listen to what they're dreaming about, because they're giving you clues of what they're worried about or Mm -hmm. what's going on in their world and their daily life at school or whatever's troubling them. So you can find out a lot that a child can't ordinarily explain to you about what they're concerned about. You can find out if you take the time to listen to the dream. So if you can comfort them, tell them that it's okay, explain that everyone dreams, and sometimes you know the dreams feel a little scary, just like how we read different books and fairy tales, and there's always a scary part, but it's okay. You know, and talk to them about it and let them realize uh, that it's it's not going to hurt them. And, um, you know, a lot of people have dreams about being chased by something. Yeah, children sure. do too. And you can just explain that uh, that they can turn around in their dream and face it and say, stop, I order you to go away. And 
or watch it change. I had a client who dreamed all the time this big wolf was always chasing him, and he could feel the breath, and it was getting mm-hmm. closer and closer. And I worked with him to realize that he could turn around and stop the wolf and command it to go away. And he turned around, and he faced it, and he said, stop. What do you want? And the wolf shrank down into a little puppy and just kind of rolled over. <laughs> and it was just, you know, a part of him he wasn't dealing with. It wasn't as big and bad as he thought And when he got down to it. And so you can tell the children that they can change it in the dream. You can teach them to be little lucid dreamers like that and say, that, you know, when you dream about that bear or whatever it is, next time tell it you're, it's just a puppy or, you know, a bunny or something and, and show them how they can, can take charge of their dreams as well. So basically, if, if I'm understanding this right, is what one of the main purposes of a dream is to teach us to face our demons. Yes, you know, I, I would. I don't like that word because, again, the Hollywood connotation, yeah. right? It's so big and bad and scary. But, but, but what you're saying is yes, you know, because nine times out of ten, it's just our inner worries, mm-hmm. fears, concerns, things that have happened that we feel that we haven't been able to control. Kayla, what about people who dream about those who they've lost? And when I mean lost, those that they have loved who have died. And they talk about dreams where these these loved ones actually come to them while they're dreaming. Is is are these psychosomatic dreams or are these real message dreams? There's a way you can tell the difference. Um, first of all, after a loved one has passed, mm-hmm. uh, it, a lot of experts say the first time you dream about them is uh, a message from them that they've passed on and that they're on the other side. After that, uh, when you're grieving, you'll have a lot of dreams about them. And a lot of times those dreams are really you working through your stuff and going through the grief process. But there are times when you dream and it is the loved one in spirit coming through to you. And how I describe the difference is the room energetically changes and fills with light. And in the dream, you feel energy pulsating from this person who passed. And when you wake up, it's like they were there in the room, like you can feel them. It's a noticeable difference. Mm. Wow. Now, you also mentioned that some dreams are teaching dreams. Where do we go to? You call it night school. I love that analogy. What's that like? Uh, I believe that we can still keep learning that our higher self, mm-hmm. uh, the part, let's, let's talk about our soul for a minute. Okay. So in the esoteric teachings, the soul is like an upside-down pyramid, and the biggest part of your soul stays up in the higher realms. And it goes to a point, like an upside-down pyramid, until the capstone of the pyramid pierces the earth plane. And when you're born, when you draw your first breath, that energy from the soul goes through the capstone in the earth plane into connecting inside your body uh, in the chakras and in the heart and, and the soul resides inside the body. And so there's just a tiny part of your soul actually living inside your physical body. And the bigger part of your soul stays up there in the higher planes. So all of your lifetimes, all of everything you've learned, all of the wisdom you have is available to you through this cord, through the pyramid, uh, and you can access it once you become more consciously aware. You can pull that information from all those lifetimes and all that higher wisdom that's not burdened by living a life here, having to work and being mm-hmm. sick and tired and exhausted. that um, just has that infinite wisdom. So there's so much that we can learn to pull from that. And when we do uh, awaken and learn to do that, then there's so much information that we receive through dreams, through we can do it through active meditation, through daydreams, visualization. But all of that information is there for us to, to pull through. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it truly does. It truly so, does. Okay, good. So, so when you're getting a visitation dream, you can add to that. You've already got that information and that wisdom coming to you, but now you can add your what we call spirit guides or loved ones or those on the other side. They can add their information as well because you've been more active about awakening this connection. So they can send that information down that cord, that tube, whatever you want to call it, and communicate and teach you things as well. Again, you have to ask, and it seems so simple, but you do. And you can literally say, I want to have a dream tonight, and I want to learn about 
this and you give an example of whatever it is and ask, please, you know, let me have a dream tonight that teaches me how to do this or be this or, or do better or understand this person. And you can take it further where you learn to talk to other people and their higher self throughout your dreams and, and their energy on the other on there. So let's say it's a person you've had an argument with and you're not speaking to and they don't want to speak to you. You could still go in the dream state and from your higher self speak to their higher self and say, you know, I do love you. I'm sorry we're having this problem here. I wish we could work it out. Whatever you want to say, please forgive me. Uh, you can speak to their higher self, and that information will funnel down from their higher self eventually into their into their dreams. Can people communicate directly with each other in the dream state? Like, for example, could I make an arrangement with you to meet you in a dream? Yes. Wow. And I do that with students where we practice that. And we meet up in dreams, and everyone writes down their dream in their notebook, and then we uh, email it to each other and uh, compare notes on, you know, what happened in the dreams. Now, when I do that with students who have been working on it for a while, everyone has the same dream, so they'll see a lot of the same things, like we were, you know, in a park, and there was a bench and a lake, and this and that. But mm-hmm. a few things will change for each person according to what's important to them. So one one person will notice more the state of the water, where someone else noticed more that there was a deer in the background. And, and so what each person needs to get from it changes a little bit. But overall, the majority of the dream is the same. Fascinating. Truly fascinating. You and I have to take our final commercial break, Kayla. Please stand by. And explanation, my guest this hour is Kayla Ambrose, and uh, she is your tour travel guide to the other side. She is an award-winning author, intuitive wisdom teacher, and lifestyle expert, and helps entrepreneurs, seekers, and visionaries live their best life. Author of six books, including The Awakened Aura, The Awakened Psychic, and The Awakened Dreamer, She is considered to be one of the country's foremost experts on mystic spirituality and intuitive ability and has taught thousands around the world how to connect with their soul path and create a life that is in tune with their purpose and goals. Once again, her website is www.exploreyourspirit.com. And Kayla and I will be back as we wrap up this hour here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away. heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is TV. TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, sci-fi and horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. 
Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Exposé Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From out of the woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. Welcome back, everyone. Kayla Ambrose is our special guest. Her website is exploreyourspirit.com. Kayla, you believe that remembering and interpreting uh, your nightly dreams is just the first step in changing who you are and how you interact with the world. Step two, you say, is to become consciously aware and awake and engage in daydreams to get answers to life's question. How does this work? Well, uh, once you learn to remember them and then interpret them, you want it's not just about sleeping on it. The best way to harness the power of your dreams is to connect with them through your daydreams. And we, we've heard so much how important it is to focus our thoughts in order to achieve our goals. Uh, but for many of us, we're so busy working and so busy in that logical mind mm-hmm. that we've lost touch with the creative mind and with creative vision. And dreams and daydreams especially help awaken that side of your mind, which is where you get your best ideas from. And so I think the missing key to achieving a lot of your hopes and desires is to daydream. And there's many organizations, Google, 3M, a lot of them that agree with that philosophy, that daydreaming is crucial to being creative, and it it leads to out-of-the-box vision planning and ideas and problem-solving. And I've heard that Google, uh, I don't know if they still do this, but for a long time, they invited their employees to dedicate 20% of their work time to daydreaming. And the results were so promising that they encouraged this practice to go on. And so I see daydreaming as a version of meditation. It's combined with visualization to awaken the higher self and connect your energy to the higher conscious mind. And so when you learn to combine daydreams with visualizations, you can program this vision to run further in your nightly dreams. You daydream with the idea, the concept, as far as your mind can go during the day. Then you program and say, I want to dream further about this dream tonight. Mm-hmm. And this is an evolutionary form of awakening. It's, it's that mind-body-spirit connection uniting the conscious self, the unconscious self, and the higher consciousness self, and letting all three take it even further. And I think now we're becoming what we call conscious creators. And we understand that what you think you can create. So then when you take it to the next level and understand that when your dreams connect with your thoughts, the outcome of what you can create uh, can change in months or even days rather than it used to take a lifetime to do. You'd almost think that the school systems would encourage children to daydream. I think, you know, and I'm in the U.S., Rob, so I don't know about Canada, but here right now our school systems are in big need of an overhaul. Uh, more, I have a lot of friends that are teachers. They mm-hmm. spend more time just babysitting and crowd control at this point so, and teaching to the test a lot. And not the teacher's fault. It's an overhaul that needs to be done on the educational system here. So uh, they just don't even have the time to think to get into these things. I think if we spent more time teaching dreams and uh, other helpful life skills like 
how to balance you know your bank account exactly other things like that it would be helpful but uh we're we're in the need of a big overhaul here in the u.s anyway i think you're not alone the same applies up here in the cold white north I love the cold white north. I used to live in Alaska years ago, so I'm all about it. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, here's a question that, that just came to me. Has there been any notable change in dream uh, frequency or types of dreams since people have been using cell phones? Mm. Uh, you know, I haven't heard anything like that with the cell phones, mm. I, but I, I've just heard that uh, people are having a harder time getting to sleep because yeah. of their cell phones. And it's really because they're not able to unplug. They are on the phone till the minute they decide to go to sleep. Yeah. And looking at a screen like that keeps your mind in a, in a certain state that it's very hard to unplug and relax and go to sleep. And so if you want to practice better dreams, it is helpful if you can let go of the cell phone and have a little ritual before you go to bed for at least 15 minutes before you go to sleep where you prepare. I say it's nice to set your room in the mood, have it be cool and comfortable. And, uh, you know, it's hard to have good dreams when you're too hot. So you want the room to be cool and uh, not a lot of light and very peaceful and not a lot of background noise like a TV playing or anything. And really to disconnect from that cell phone at least 15 minutes before you lay down and kind of go into your thoughts about, okay, I'm going to dream. And uh, I think people are reporting that all over, Mm -hmm. that they're just not sleeping as well because of that connection, always being online. What about white noise? Does that affect the dream patterns? I think I think white noise is fine. Okay. I think you could even use it to kind of put you in that state that when you hear that sound. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people to use a scent as well, that they can smell something, and because smell is so powerful yeah. with the senses. And pick a scent that you don't normally uh, use in your home or that you don't smell too often, so that it's only when you smell the scent that it reminds you, I'm going to go into dream time now and remember this dream. So make it something you enjoy, something pleasant, but not very common. And sniff that before you go to bed at night. Kayla, you teach people how to take these awakened and uh, daydreams and use them to build the careers and lifestyles of their dreams. You teach others how to break free from old thought patterns and embrace a new life. How does this process work? This is, this is what I do for my day job, Rob. It's what I love. I work with clients all over the world mm-hmm. who are uh, entrepreneurs and CEOs and VPs and investors. I have some clients that are politicians and Wall Street investors and in Silicon Valley that are creating amazing technical things. And this is really what I do. I'm a, I do business intuition and help see future trends, but I then take it further and show them how to see the future trends for their companies or what they're working on or problem solving. And I teach them in multiple ways. Uh, First of all, with psychic ability, how to harness their intuition and become more intuitive so they don't just have to call me about future trends. They start to see them, but also then how to get the information in their dreams um, and have it come that way to them when they're working out problems. And, And it's been amazing. You know, they've uh, some of them have had dreams that are investors, and they've said they've known when to go, you know, sell a stock or get a stock or, or invest in this or that based on their dreams. They'll ask, is, is this the right thing for me to do to invest in this? And ask to have a dream about that particular person or company or, or startup. So it's fascinating because I, I really like to take these things that are so woo-woo, right, so mm-hmm. metaphysical, and show people how they really are helpful in your daily life in very practical ways. You can ask for dreams to interpret your, your health, your wealth, your well-being, what's going on with your family, uh, you know, not just about creating goals that you want in the future, but to do an internal check on yourself. How are you doing? How's your life doing? How are things going with others? And you can learn to program that and, and have this information come to you in your dreams And it's another way to do it if you're not a person that intuition comes to easily. When you're in the dream state, your logical mind is discounting all the signs that are appearing to you that you just can't see because you're too much on that side of the brain. Uh, In your unconscious, your subconscious, in your higher conscious, it'll come through a dream and get to you anyway uh, and deliver that information. So it's just another way to get there, to get this information. Beyond lucid dreaming and... Awakened daydreaming. In your opinion, what's the future for our dreams? 
I think uh, virtual reality is just the tip of the iceberg. And we will learn how to be in uh, states where everything becomes malleable. We're moving, you know, and shifting from what we call third dimension into a a different concept of time uh, and being. And with that, we'll understand that what we speak, what we think, what we visualize will happen quicker and quicker around us. And so we'll have to be more aware of those thoughts and how it changes our lives. And so our dreams will become more of our reality and mix between the two. And that's going to be very interesting because think of if we could change the world with every thought we have, which sounds good at first. So you think about everyone being exactly. able to do that. <laughs> so uh, it's going to get pretty interesting, I think. But we're, we're way, way, we won't see that, I don't think, in our lifetime. But we are heading there in the far future. My final question for you tonight, my friend, is what's next for you? What are you up to? I'm working on more books. I'm back in the office already writing again and pouring more out and teaching and sharing all this information. And it's what I love to do. So it's what I keep doing, you know, and I love to share about the ancient wisdom school uh, teachings and mystery school teachings and and really, again, to take all of this and take the the woo-woo out of it and show that while there is... Uh, a lot of history to it and a lot of ways it was understood. There are ways to use all this information in very logical and creative ways to help you have a better life. And if I can help empower one person to have a better life and feel more um, in control with these tools of how to get information and and make their life better, then, then I'm happy. Kayla, we're coming to the time when you and I must say so long. I, I want to thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's a great pleasure talking to you again. And I wish you continued success because in my book, you are making a difference not only today, but into the future, making this a better world to live. So thank you very much for all you do. Where can our listeners find copies of your books? Everywhere, Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, anywhere books are sold. You can find it, and even to the publisher, which is Llewellyn. And Rob, thank you for everything you do. I'm wishing you and everyone who's listening very sweet dreams. All right, my good friend. Take care, and please don't be a stranger. Look forward to the next time we meet back here in the Exxon. Thank you. Take care, Kayla. Exxonation, my guest this hour was Kayla Ambrose. Now, here's her website, www.exploreyourspirit.com. And this hour, we were talking to Kayla about her new book entitled The Awakened Dreamer. Two other books that we've had the pleasure of talking to Kayla about here on the show were, uh, let me see, The Awakened Aura and The Awakened Psychic. And I'd like to thank our friends at Llewellyn for helping make this interview possible. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, if you'd like to be part of that new TV series that our good friends at the Digital Broadcast Network are putting together, visit their website at www.digitalbroadcastnetwork.ca. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? 
Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.